Hello and welcome to the Smarter Sales Show. I'm Julie Holmes. Coming up in this episode, I'm going to give you one of my favorite strategies for getting a handle on your tech. It's an easy one, two, three punch. So keep listening and we're going to get you there soon. You are listening to the Smarter Sales Show, where sales challenges are solved with tech and technique, so you can sell more and stress less. Please welcome your hosts, sales experts and funny ladies, Merit Khan and Julie Holmes. Welcome to the Smarter Sales Show. My name is Merit Khan. I'm your sales technique expert. And you're here because you're a sales professional or you're a sales leader. Maybe you own a business or you might be one of those people that would just prefer to not consider themselves a salesperson, uh, but you have, you have expertise and you have to share that with the world in order to grow your business. Um, maybe you sell a solution. And if that's you, we have got you covered. You're in the exact right place. So this is the Smarter Sales Show, and we give you weekly tech tips from Julie Holmes and technique tune-ups with a special focus on virtual selling, because that's the world we live in. Let's get good at it. So um, whether you're watching the show on the Sales Experts channel or YouTube or even LinkedIn, or you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, um, you know, maybe on that long commute that you have during your virtual meetings. (laughs) I'm rubbing it in, Merit. (laughs) Anyway, we're glad you're here. Um, Every show is going to feature me giving you some uh, technique, sales techniques um, and emotional intelligence tips. And of course, sales tech guru julie is always going to share with you the latest and greatest tech that you need to sell more and stress less um we usually try to stick to a theme and we will have a uh, what we call a four pack of themes this initial theme for getting us started this year is about goals and your setup so that you can get set up for a really smart successful 2021 And of course, totally applicable no matter what time of year you might be catching up on this episode. So as always, we're going to give you the links to resources that we mention and different ways that you can connect with us. So if you check the announcements section, if you're watching on the Sales Experts channel, that's where you'll see some links. And if you're listening to the podcast or on YouTube, you can see it in the show notes or the description. We'll have all the links you need for all the resources that Julie is going to share with you today. So are you ready? Let's get smarter in sales. Take it away, Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited, Merit. Okay, so, um, you know, we tend to do these these different styles of shows. So we have shows where you and I host together and we talk about, you know, kind of kick off our four pack. And then you have a, a special episode on technique, which is coming up in the next episode. And this is my episode focusing on the tech. And I'm excited about this one. Because it is one of the topics that I get asked about most often when it comes to tech. And that is, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. I have so many apps and I can't, I don't know, like, I'm just going to go get another tool because I think that's what's going to fix it. Or I'm going to go download another app, or I'm just so lost in my inbox and my email. And so what I wanted to do today was I wanted to deep dive into one of the tools I use and share with people, which is called my Tech It Up Trio. 
And in the Tech It Up Trio, it's a particular strategy or an approach that you can take to start to get a handle on, a recurring and repeating handle on your technology and your tools and where your strengths and weaknesses lie and how we go about starting to get a get a mastery on all of that and start figuring out how to spend our time and our days and, and to make all that happen. You know, I, I just, I knew that, that that is so important because sometimes I feel like there's so many things that I want to accomplish, you know, at the start of a year or a quarter or anything. And I, I sometimes feel like I can't get ahead because I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to fix what was already messy, like my filing and my emails, you totally nailed me on that. You know, there's so much in my email and I, and I feel like I need to catch up before I can move forward. Um, I'm, I'm sure that I, I hope I'm not the only one, but maybe I hope I am the only one. Um, but I, I really, you're not, you're not. <laughs> I know you're not, I'm not, not the only one, but it's, uh, it's frustrating, you know, and I've been doing yeah, this yeah. thing for a long time and even I get stuck in it. Yeah, 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 and I, yeah think I think it's, it's, it's interesting it's because, because a lot of times we think the answer to get uncluttered is actually to add more. So, um, you know, we'll go add another tool. You know, we'll go, you know, we'll go get a to-doist or a, you know, um, another task management software or, you right. know, we'll go implement a sauna or we'll go, you know, dot, 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 dot. We'll go add some more without taking away anything and that is one of the problems that, that exacerbates, that's one of the behaviors that exacerbates this whole challenge. Yeah. And it's totally. not just, you know, it affects our time, of course, right? So, you know, it definitely affects our time and our, uh, you know, our ability to get things done because, you know, we mentally were like overwhelmed and, you know, every one of these tools that we leverage takes more time. But the other thing that it does is it costs us money. So mm. I am not the only person I know that has accidentally had something renew where all of a sudden you get a bill for, you know, $5, $25, a hundred bucks, $400, where you tried out some app, whether it was on your phone or whatever. And all of a sudden a week later, you get charged for something and you're like, whoa, 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 where'd that come from? That right? Is. So that happens. So not having a handle on your technology leads to more expense because you're paying every time those things subscribe. And if you don't have a handle on that, and if you're not monitoring it, then, you know, I, I had a conversation with a, a colleague not too long ago, and he had just realized that he had been paying 40 or 50 bucks a month for an app for nine months before he realized that's what was happening because it was going to a credit card, a business credit card. And that business credit card was being auto paid by his bank account. And so because he wasn't actively traveling, he wasn't really monitoring it and boom, hundreds and hundreds of dollars out. So are you saying that just listening to this particular episode could save people hundreds of dollars? <laughs> yes, tune in now and hundreds of dollars can be saved by you and you and you. Money for everyone. Everyone gets Woo! an app because there's an app for that. Okay, so it, it costs money, right? To be inefficient with your tech. Um, but the other thing that I think it does as well is that it makes you less efficient at your job. So, I mean, we're talking about sales, especially, right? So, you know, the email that you forgot to follow up on or the email you forgot to send or worse yet, the email that you couldn't find because it was buried amidst all of the things that you subscribe to. So all of those factors come into play and just make this a huge problem. Now, 
I actually, you know, I've been actually crafting this, this five day declutter process, but I want to start off with just a very simple three-step process that everyone can do. Now, Mary, if you're up for it, if you're open to it, uh, let me, let me use a little bit of merit language on you. If you're open to it, then I would like to use you as our demonstration today as we walk through the three steps of this process. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to talk you through it. We're going to give some examples. And then we're actually going to go in to the Google sheet that I've created for everyone. And the link, of course, is in your resources that you can go in and you can make a copy of this Google sheet and you can use it for yourself to actually start to build out your Tech It Up trio and to start to use that as your foundation for the entire year of getting a constant handle on what you have going on in your tech. So, yes. Are you ready, Merit? Are you open to it? I'm open to it. I'm oh, ready. that's exciting. Okay. All right. So let's make some magic happen because I could nerd out over tech all day. There's an app for that. All right. So to start off with, and this is definitely one of the hardest things, the, the three-step process says, step one trash an app. Now I kind of say trash, but what I really mean is get rid of something, right? Like take something away from your list of 8 million apps or 5 million processes, whatever you have going on. But basically it's take away some noise, remove some noise. So it could be an app that you get rid of. It could also be something as simple as turning off notifications. You know, what are the things that derail you during the course of the day? So there's a couple different questions. So we're going to talk about how you can start to trash something or to clear something off your plate. Number two, so do one thing that you're going to trash. Two is find two processes or tasks that you could improve with technology. So this is now we've, we've starting to clear off our plate a little bit. Now, if I was to look around, what are the processes and tasks that are really eating up my, my bandwidth? And I mean my time, my energy, my emotional bandwidth, like what is just overwhelming me and frustrating me? And frustrates a super powerful word. So what is frustrating me that tech might be able to help me with? And then I'm going to start to identify at least two of those processes that I can improve with tech and begin the process of researching and identifying a solution for that. And finally, three. Three is for you to pick out three tools that you should develop mastery of. So one of the things that happens all the time with tech, and I know you know this, and I'm sure all of our listeners know this, because if it's not you, I'm sure you know somebody who's like this, but they always get new apps and then, or they have tools that they're supposed to be using, and they just have never really sat down and developed any expertise. They, they get by with it. But the challenge when you just get by with an app or a tool is that you're not using it to its full extent. So in part, you're wasting money. It's like owning a house, but never visiting the second floor, right? Why would you do that? And then thinking, you know what? I don't have enough room. So I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go get a second house. So we go and buy another house, even though we had a whole floor that we'd never gone and checked out. And it turned out it had some of the space that we needed. So it's about understanding how to leverage and making a plan to leverage the tools that you already have in your kit bag. So one, two, three. First up, we're gonna talk about how to trash or declutter. Okay, everybody has a little bit of too much of everything, but not enough of the right things, right? So it's a little bit of a combination of noise and overwhelm. So Merit, let's just start with a simple question. 
when you sit down, where is the point where you sit down and you open up your computer or you open up your phone and you go, ah, ah, it's so noisy. Ah, what is it you're looking at when that happens? Um, well, uh, I think my, my initial home day, my phone for sure is the, the thing. I mean, it, it goes literally everywhere with me. And I think even my homepage is messy. It's there's, there's already things that are on that homepage that I don't use every day. And so I look at that and I don't, I can't see the picture behind it. Like my screensaver is one yeah. that makes it really good, <laughs> but I don't see it. Yeah. So, it's covered up and um, it's cluttered with things and not all of them are sales related. So if my phone is really my business, my primary business tool, Mm -hmm. and I'm on it most of the time for business, I really just want my business apps right on that homepage. And I want to move Mm -hmm. everything else that doesn't have to do with business off of it, I guess is one idea. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So it's about noise and it's about being able to focus. So one of the things that we talk about when we talk about decluttering your kind of your apps, your tools, your tech, and and some of your processes is, is it noisy where you are? Mm -hmm. If it's noisy, if your technology is noisy, that means that it's like having a toddler next to you all the time. You're trying to work and next to you all the time is something tugging on you going, mom, 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 dad, 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 mom. Now, Mary, you and I both have kids, so we know exactly what that's like. And I while we can't, can't want to have anything to do with me, <laughs> <laughs> so he's not—he's not the problem so much. But I, but can I ask you a question? I don't want to interrupt you, but um, I think the mo- the noisiest app I have on my phone is actually not a business app. I'm no, I say never this a business app. podcast, but. I am, I, I have, I have got to get rid of Bumble. I'm addicted. It's bad. (laughs) It's really bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. So listen, for many people, it would be social media, but for some people, it might be dating apps. Too, too much information. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what's, here's, what's interesting. I mean, notifications is a great example of a distraction, right? So that is that tugging on the pant leg you know, saying, oh, mom, 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 right? It's look at me now, look at me now, look at me now. Now, every app, even apps that really have no business giving you notifications, love to notify you about stuff and the pinging and the distraction and the things that pop up on your screen. And and the thing is, is that emotionally, we are so conditioned to want those notifications that that is a whole... That's a whole thing. We get that little boost. We Oh, something exciting is happening. Oh, I need to look over here. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of different tools that you can use to start to kind of ease up on that. But the first thing when we start talking about kind of cleaning things up, I would say is, is first and foremost, just to get a handle on everything you have. Like before we get into actually getting rid of anything, like get a handle on everything you have. Get a handle of all of the apps and the tools that you use on a day-to-day basis. So that is the very first thing I would recommend that everybody do. If you don't have a list, a spreadsheet or an Airtable, I have an Airtable with all my apps. If you don't have some type of a document that you're keeping track of all of your apps, that's the first step that you should take because that will help you to see what the landscape looks like, right? Are we dealing with a mountain or a molehill? Mm-hmm. 
once you understand what all those apps are right away, you're going to be able to go after the lowest hanging fruit. You're going to be able to look at that list and go, don't need that. Don't need that. Don't know what that is. That's the, actually turns out I have no idea what that app on my phone is. I have no idea what that app on my computer is. And we're going to get rid of it because if you don't know what it is, I promise you're not going to miss it. Yeah. And don't worry. You can always go. I'm going to give you permission right now. If you remove an app and it turns out you needed it, brace yourself. You can go get it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> and you don't have to pay for it again. Right? So it's not like a Marie Kondo type thing where you throw out everything from your house. And then if you decide you need it, you have to go buy it over again. No, apps aren't like that. You can throw things out and then you can just go re-download them from the cloud or re-download them from the website. But Start off by making a list of everything. And, and when you're looking at where your apps and tools and tech and stuff is, I want you to be looking at your computer. So what are all the apps on your computer? If, I, if you are on a Mac, for example, or even if you're on a PC, you can go to the list of your applications and it's going to show you every single application on your computer. Take that, copy it, dump it into a spreadsheet or into an Airtable, wherever you use it. An Airtable is like a, it's like a, really advanced form of spreadsheeting with like a database hybrid. It's awesome. We use it for monitoring and managing our podcast. Um, I use it a lot throughout my business. Um, okay, go and check out um, whatever web apps you've got. So if you are constantly logging into certain apps, you're constantly logging into LinkedIn, if you've got WhatsApp, if you're you know logging into a CRM system on your web, like all of those web apps, be thinking about those as items that you need to review. You can also be looking at your phone and finally make sure you're checking out all of the extensions on Google Chrome. That's one that often gets missed. But if you are collecting Chrome extensions, you're going to find that that not only impacts your ability to see what's going on because you've got so much clutter going on, but it's also going to slow down your computer. So go and, and start there to clean things up. Your computer, your Google Chrome extensions, your phone apps, and all of your web apps. Okay. I want to focus on one specific area, um, like a little deep dive. Um, and you kind of mentioned this when you were talking about email. So when we look at email, I want to give everybody a few of my favorite tools for getting a handle on your email with one specific challenge that I hear all the time, which is that I get so much junk email. I'd like to say, do you remember the days when you used to get a lot of junk mail? I still get a lot of junk mail. So I can't say those are the old days. <laughs> like, I still get a lot of junk mail through the mail slot. Yep. However, I get far more junk email, right? I get marketing emails for things I didn't even know I signed up for. I'm on newsletter lists. I'm on newsletter lists that I don't read. Uh, you know, you just get so much junk. And it's very, especially in the States, it's interesting. So I live in the UK right now. In America, they can pre-check the box that says, yes, send me all the marketing materials for me, my partners, my friends, my family, anybody who ever wants to send you an email, I'm going to pre-check that box and say they can send you an email. Mm -hmm. If you are subject to GDPR, um, then that's not an option. In GDPR, it has to be defaulted to off and you have to choose to subscribe to it. Oh, so a little interesting how the difference works there. So what I want to challenge you to do first is to go and clean out your inbox. And by clean out your inbox, yeah, I mean, it'd be great if you got to an inbox zero. If that's not you, don't worry about it. You don't have to be an inbox zero person. It's cool, but you don't have to do it. 
But what you can do is you can use some tools to start to clean up your subscriptions and get a handle on all of that content that's in there. So a couple of the tools that I really like to do this um, is first um, looking at things like clean.email, um, unroll.me, and leavemealone.online, I think it is. I'll put links to all of these in our resources. Those are just three tools. And I thought what I might do is I might kind of show you what it looks like awesome. to see what that is. And then I also wanted to mention that if you're looking at your subscription processes and you wanna get a handle for subscriptions and make sure you're not missing any subscriptions, a couple really cool tools for that. The first one is truebill.com. So that's the tool that I use. Truebill.com actually connects to your credit card and bank accounts, and it will monitor your credit card and bank account for, for renewing and repeating charges. And it what? will tell you, you know, and it's, awesome. yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. So it'll be, and it's not just like apps, like it'll be like, Hey, your internet bill is coming up. Um, so these are all the renewing and recurring bills that you have every month. So it looks at those accounts and it analyzes them. The cool thing about Truebill, interestingly enough, is that it's a pay what you pay what you want app. So they have a free version, um, which is fantastic. And then you can choose how much you think it's worth to you and you can upgrade to their pro version. And when you upgrade to their pro version, it will monitor all those accounts and send you notifications and things like that. Really helpful to get a handle on your spending and on what's happening in all those accounts. That's awesome. So, uh, and then Subby online is another, so Subby.online is another cool platform. That one's just for monitoring and maintaining and, and keeping track of all of the apps that you subscribe to and tools that you subscribe to. So again, I'll put links to all of those, but just remember there's an app for that. So if you're, <laughs> as soon as you say something like, I'm really struggling to keep track of all my subscriptions, there's an app for that. So keep your eye out for those tools that can really help you with those frustrating processes. All right, so I wanna just, I'm gonna share my screen here and uh, we're gonna come along and I am going to first of all, just share. Um, this is just, I'm not gonna go into the details of my, of my email, but I just wanted to show you what clean email looks like. So this is clean email and it actually plugs in. Um, so you manage it on a web app. And then of course, because it's managed on a web app, it's actually gonna sort out all your email, no matter what email platform you ultimately use. Um, it's going to, um, no matter what platform you use, it's going to share those rules and those behaviors with that platform. But really interesting, um, just to give you an idea of what this looks like, the first thing it does is it goes across and just analyzes your email. So this is gonna tell me that I have almost 1300 emails in my inbox, which is pretty normal for me. Um, I actually use my inbox as a storage facility and I do a lot of searching and tagging. That's my strategy for how I manage my inbox. But it's also gonna tell me that um, I have 610 unread email messages. <laughs> how many of those are um, me? <laughs> you know, now to be fair, I did, I did kind of set this up a little bit for better demonstration. But I, you know, if you go out and, and try out, you know, something like clean, clean email, you might be surprised at what you have in your inbox. But there's also a whole variety of analytics. So it starts to do these smart views on, on the side over here. And these smart views will tell you things like, you know what, you've got 1400 email messages that because that are part of a mailing list. Wow. Um, and of course this is looking beyond just my inbox. It's also looking at my archive folder. So um, I've got a thousand emails that are older than four years. 
Hmm. Right. What are the chances I'm going to go back and look at four-year-old emails? Um, I've got 782 emails where I was just copied. Cardinal sin, copying people. I have emails from dead ends. Those are the no, don't reply here. Yeah, please don't reply here. You know, this is not a replyable email address. This is not a monitored email account, something like that. And it goes down, right? I've emailed myself. That's weird. I'll have to figure out why I'm doing that. Um, but it also comes through and just talks to me like I've got social notifications. So very quickly, I could click I could on social, social notifications, notifications, for example, and I could, you know, just very quickly clean out all of my social notifications. Um, so wait, sometimes like if I'm done with an email, I'll archive it instead of delete it just because then I can search for it later if I wanted to, right? Yeah. You yeah. need to keep yeah. all that? Yeah. That I mean, it all depends, depends on how you choose to use your email process, right? So when you look at, um, you know, when you look at the way that you monitor and manage your email, like I don't folder my emails anymore. Searching has become so incredibly advanced and so yes. powerful that I don't put things into folders. I put everything straight into an archive and I use tagging and search and categorization to find everything I need. Okay. And anything that's actionable, I take out of my email. So anything that requires an action, email is not a task management tool, right? So email is a communication tool. I'm not gonna use it for task management. So I either take those and I put it into Todoist, which is my to-do platform, or I take them and I put them in Asana if they have to do with a project that I'm working on. So that's those are kind of the two I things I do. Go wrong right there is um, I'm good at, you know, the archiving. I use it just like you do. I don't do the folders anymore, but, but I'm not good at taking an email that has a deadline to it, moving it to somewhere where it's actionable, because then if I move it, I use Asana. If I move it into Asana, like how do I get it back into the email platform or can I like just snooze that email for later when I'm ready to deal with it? I don't know. That's where I get stuck. Yeah. So let's talk about that because that actually takes us very smoothly. Well done, Merit. That takes us very smoothly into number two. So step one is to start to just get rid of stuff that you don't need. Start to get rid of the noise, remove an app. And the reason I call it one is I don't want anybody to panic. Just go pick one app, one app to get rid of, one process to remove off of your plate, one thing, just get rid of it. And if you can do that one time, you could actually set that up to be something that you do every week. Take something out every single week until you have, you have simplified your life. Step two is about, is about improving your processes and doing more with what you have. Like if you look at the processes and the things that you need to do to be successful as a sales professional, as a business leader, as a team leader, whatever it is, what are the processes that are overwhelming are not as efficient as you think they could be and that maybe tech tools or some other strategy could help you do that. You just, you just identified a great one, which is, you know, like, oh my gosh, I've got these emails and what am I going to do about those emails? Like, how am I going to speed up this process? And, and, you know, I forget things or they don't follow up with me. And there are a lot of really great tools that help with that. Um, first and foremost is to be super clear with yourself. This is kind of that psychological part of technology, right? Which is to be super clear with yourself about what this tool is designed for. Um, and really being honest with yourself and not trying to use a tool for something that it's not meant to do. 
Like we are not going to, to screw in a screw with a hammer. We're just not going to do it. It's not going to work out very well for us. Um, and if anybody's ever tried to do that with a butter knife, I think we can all agree that while it can yeah. be done, it's not super practical. And in fact, can be a little bit dangerous. So are you using the tool the right way? Make sure that you're using your tools in the correct possible way. So once we've done that and we're kind of like, yep, yeah, this tool email is for communication. That's what email is for. Then that tells us that anything that doesn't have to do with communication, we need to take out of that tool or we need to somehow manage it in a different way. It's not going to be managed very effectively in email. So that's where we start to plug in tools to our email. We start to connect up things like our to-do management systems or our task management tools, or we might connect up our project management tools like an Asana or Trello or whatever the tools are that you might be using for project management. For things like email follow-up, as an example, Email follow-up can easily be done in your email box, in your inbox by leveraging some quick and easy plugins. Some of the favorite plugins that I've got that help me manage that are things like uh, Boomerang. If you use Gmail, Boomerang is one of the most popular tools. Um, what Boomerang does is it basically puts like a whole kind of management system on top of your email. And it can do things like send emails later and let you know if somebody hasn't replied and it can auto-categorize your emails for you. It's a, it's a beautiful tool. So Boomerang is one good option. There's also tools like Mail Butler that does something very similar. Um, again, all about, you know, hey, I'm going to notify you if this email doesn't get replied to in a week. Um, and, and by the way, while we're talking about that, I think it's a good reminder that there is almost always some capability in your email to send an email later. And you should do that. Like, don't send emails at night. Like if you think that makes you look super professional, it doesn't make you look super professional. I couldn't agree with that more. I, I think it sets such a bad precedent. And, and then there's an expectation on the part of prospects that they could get a hold of you, that you're still going to have your phone in your hand at nine or 10 o'clock at night. And, and then we've lost all reason for why we're in a, a business like sales that affords us a good free lifestyle. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just, it is a bad, bad, bad practice. Yeah. If you want to look super efficient, then schedule them to go out at 7 a.m. Yeah. While you're still asleep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, and then of course, I think Mary, you use a tool called SaneBox. Um, same kind of thing, right? It's an email management tool, but how well do you use it? Yeah, it's so, well, you, you nailed me because when you were talking earlier about what are the things that you have that you really need to master, that was the number one thing I put on my list is I have this tool and I don't know how to use it properly. And it's gotten to the point where it's, um, it's bad because I have missed important emails because the, the, the app is good at filtering things into places. It was like, it's like it's being trained and I might have trained it one time if you sent me an email and I'm like, oh, I'll deal with that on the weekend. Yeah. So I put it in a weekend thing and now all your emails go into the weekend folder and I'm like, no, 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 wait, that's important. So I need to spend some time and master that one for yeah, sure. That's a, that's a that's really a great point, Merritt, because a lot of the tools, you know, they are going to try to learn you. And the truth is, is that we're not always so clear cut. So even, I mean, it's like your spam folder. Right. Your spam folder is just a, a, a very simplistic version of that. Anything your system thinks is spam. And we've all had emails from prospects end up in spam. 
And that is, you know, like that's just the worst. So no matter what tool you use that might be auto categorizing or auto filing things, make sure you're checking it on a regular basis. Put that as a task on your calendar so that once, you know, three times a week, for example, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning, you spend five minutes just checking out that spam folder and making sure there's nothing in there or checking out your other predestined folders to make sure that you haven't lost or missed any emails that are really important. Yeah. And then, um, so that's like email follow-up. You've got some tools there that you can use. I I hear a lot. The one that I hear a lot is um, in terms of improving processes and getting more efficient with things. One of the ones I hear all the time from salespeople is using LinkedIn more effectively. Mm. Um, you know, we know that that is, is a great tool for sales professionals. And, you know, people are like, yeah, I could do Sales Navigator, or maybe they even have Sales Navigator. I thought maybe it would be worth just showing a couple of quick tools just to show off some fun stuff that you can do with LinkedIn with some add-on tools. I think eventually, right. Merit, we'll have a whole, I'll probably do a whole thing on LinkedIn one day. Um, we'll do a whole episode on LinkedIn because it's super fun. Um, but I wanted to just show up a couple of fun things that I've been playing with. Uh, so I'm going to share my screen really quick when it comes to LinkedIn. So allow me one moment while I share my screen. No, I think this is good, a really good one because I know I, I did a presentation um, yesterday afternoon and I put my LinkedIn, you know, uh, link in the chat. And, and of course, our you know, connect with us on LinkedIn is already in the announcements and people do, and they'll reach out to me. And then I have no idea what to do with them. So here's people that have already been to a presentation. They liked what, what I had to say. They want to be part of my network. They're potentially good candidates for other offers or programs, or I don't know, I'm just connections, right? I don't know. Yeah. They liked my stuff and I do nothing with them once they're in there, which is, it feels like a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. And there's two things um, that I hear most often when it comes to LinkedIn. And the first one is, um, you know, I want to keep track of those LinkedIn connections. And unless you have Sales Navigator, it used to be a free function. It's no longer free. One of the things that you can't do on the free platform of LinkedIn anymore is you can't uh, track or tag where you met somebody. And that is probably the most useful thing that you could do with any LinkedIn contact. Right. So like you, when I speak um, and people would ask to connect with me on LinkedIn, I would be able to tag them back in the old days. I could tag them with the event. And that meant that no matter when I reached out to them, I could be like, oh, my gosh, you know what? It was great. I remember we met, didn't we, in, uh, you know, at the, you know, California, you know, largest exhibit that ever happened, you know, best keynote that ever went on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Oh, you oh, yeah, you know, or I can also put other notes against their account. I can't do that now, which is unfortunate. So um, the tool to use if you don't have Sales Navigator, Sales Navigator does allow you to do it, but I think it's a bit cumbersome. Um, another tool that you can use is called Ducks Soup. No points for naming, but it's called Ducks Soup. D-U-X-S-O-U-P. I think it's D-U-X hyphen S-O-U-P. We'll put a link, of course, um, in the resources. So make sure you go and check that out. But Duck Soup is a cool tool. Um, it does quite a few things. I don't actually encourage all of them. I only encourage some of them. But one of the things that lets you do is to tag and organize your contacts in LinkedIn. So that's pretty cool. So you can always look for tools like that. The other one I hear a lot when it comes to LinkedIn is I don't know what to say, or I, I don't know how to reach out to people, or I don't know what I want to do. And I just thought I would share with you a really fun tool. So Merit, if it's okay with you, I'm going to use you as an example. Of course. I'm going to look up Merit, who is my first connection. So this is Merit. 
oh my gosh, Mary, what a great profile you have. But still looking at this, if I wanted to reach out to you and drop you a message, I might kind of struggle with how to approach you or what to say or what kind of person you are. There's a cool app called Crystal Knows. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Crystal before, but Crystal Knows um, is an app that you can get a plugin for. And when you get a plugin for it, what it does is it looks at each person's profile and it works in um, HubSpot and it works in LinkedIn, but it will look at their profile and it will tell you how to interact with them effectively. Now, Merritt, you do have a DISC profile, don't you? I do. That's it. And what is your DISC profile (laughs) identification? Uh, It's high. I am a high influencer and and like almost equal measure dominant. And I have very little uh, (laughs) of the other two. (laughs) So would you say that this is a fair representation of you? That's totally Come we're in the right area, right? Which is super interesting. So it's looking at everything that you've posted. It looks at your profile, looks at all the information about you. And it comes back and it goes, this is what we think Merit's like. And in fact, if you need to make a sales pitch to Merit, Oh my God. Here's how we would recommend you make a sales pitch to Merit. We would recommend that you use a lot of visual aids or screen share that you joke around a little with Merit. Yep. That, uh, (laughs) that you provide a high level summary of the value. Like you're in right away. You want to know value. Don't give her a lot of data folks. Let me tell you, this thing is so true. You don't give her a lot of data. Uh, you, uh, you know, don't focus on risks or downside too much. Merit's a permanent optimist. And in fact, it actually not only can tell you what you're going to do if you're going to call Mary, you could even switch over and say, if I was going to email Merit, here's what would be a good subject line and a good greeting and a good call to action for you and a good sign off. Oh so, and of God. course, we don't have time to get into all that Crystal does. And in fact, that may be a great person for us to bring on as somebody from Crystal to talk about this tool, because it's a pretty cool tool. And this is where artificial intelligence and data mining really starts to become valuable to sales. But. I really just wanted to take a second and just point out how cool some of this tech stuff is that you can use to do things better. And that takes us to our third and final point. And our third and final point, what I'm actually gonna do is I'm gonna come over here to the Tech It Up Trio sheet. And I'm gonna show how we go about filling this in because the third one is probably one of the easiest ones, which is just what tools do you need to master? So you're looking on here, and um, so let me just get rid of that link. There we go. So you're looking on here, and when you look on here, what we really want to make sure that we're talking about is that breakdown of one, two, three. So if if there were three tools that you wanted to get better at this year, what would those three tools be? So I thought, Merit, what we would do is I'm just going to make a copy of this. This is exactly what you'll do, um, everyone who's listening right now. You can go out here and grab a copy of this. So we're going to say Tech It Up Trio for Merit. You can save it on your Google Drive. You could download it to Excel, whatever you wanted to do. And now I'm just going to go ahead and um, make sure that I am sharing the right screen. There we go. Good. We seeing this Tech It Up Trio. And I'm going to just switch over so that I'm sharing yours, Merit, because I was still sharing the original. There we go. And so on here, when we look at this, there's a quick and easy way. You can either do this and just do a one-time project, or you can do it monthly. So a one-time project says pick one thing in your apps, tools, or tech that you could trash. So this is our trash section. 
So exactly. let's say you wanted to get rid of your phone notifications or what's one thing for you, Merritt? That's where I put Bumble in, right? Just so okay. Yeah. You want to get rid of, you know, you want to, you want to turn off your notifications for dating apps, at yes. least maybe Monday to Friday, maybe not forever. Yeah. No, <laughs> almost. I think I'm at the point where I'd like to turn them off forever, but we'll go Monday through Friday. <laughs> okay. So we're going to say, right. We're going to, we're going to turn off. We're going to turn off notifications, um, turn off dating app, notice, no, oh my gosh, dating app notifications, hard to type and talk. And then, so, <laughs> and then here, so here, you know, where are the actions you actually need to do that, right? So you might put a note here that you're going to review on phone and on a computer. Make sure you've got them turned off in both places. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then status. So this is one of the ones where you can go in and you go, this is on my to-do list. I haven't yet done it. You can choose that to be in progress when you're working on it. And then here, it's a really great best practice, practice to make sure to that, make you sure that you are you tracking on your results, right? So you might come in here at the end of the week and go, um, removed 18 dating apps. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not giving you enough credit. Wow. Removed 180 dating apps. I don't need. A, I don't need 18 to fill my social calendar, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Removed one noisy dating app. Whatever your results are, keep track of it because it's helpful. Fair enough. Then we come down here to what are the processes you want to improve? And let's say that one of the processes you wanted to improve was your LinkedIn. You know, LinkedIn usage <laughs> and connections. So here, the next thing that you might do is you would say, what are you going to do as part of the action for that? Like, what's your action going to be around that? Um, I'm going to, you know, check out some additional tools, or I'm going to do a weekly monitor of this or whatever your action is, and then make sure, make you're, sure you're picking up your results. And last, but far from least, is what are the tools that you need to add into your master list? And you can see I've kind of challenged you here to do one of these at least, two of these at least, and then three of these tools to master. And the goal is, is that if you've got a tool that you should be using, make sure you're using it well. And every single one of you, if you are not already a master on Zoom or whatever your web meeting platform, your virtual meeting platform is, go master that tool. Just go and do it because this is virtual sales 101 and you better be good at it. So go and master that tool. You can either do this one time. I've also provided a monthly version of this. So if you wanted to give yourself like monthly challenges, that would be super great. And last but not least, over in the tech skills list, this is a place where if you want to take all those apps that I told you to go and make a list of, you can drop them off all here say how often you use them, and then what's your current expertise versus your target expertise and what's your plan for getting there? Oh my God, my brain is full. <laughs> my brain no, is I know, full. I know, oh so, much. so much, it was so much. So okay, much. let me stop well, the screen. Yeah, we've got like two minutes to wrap up. So let two me just kind of wrap up. All right, let right. me just share my highlights because I, I just learned so much. I just, I love the, the spreadsheet that you created. So. Um, make sure you're checking out the show notes, the links in the announcements section, go grab that. Um, I am going to block time on my calendar to take care of that today. I love that crystal um, app that you showed us for LinkedIn. And I'm, uh, I have a renewed sense of enthusiasm about what I can actually accomplish in my email box now. So thank you. You're um, What's, what's really great, I'm excited about the way that this is complementing everything that I want to talk about in next week's episode, if I might just tease that for a moment, 
Just okay. like we did our your tech trio uh, kind of check in and clean up and tune up. I've got a similar thing planned for next week with a way to check in to see where the biggest opportunities are to grow sales potential over the next year, whether it's mindset, mechanics of selling, or the things that you're doing to be in motion. So next week, we're going to go through that checklist and you'll get all of our listeners are going to get an opportunity to give themselves a grade in those areas and figure out what are the things that they need to work on. And a lot of that is going to relate directly back to um, what might be keeping you from getting your tech cleaned up and mastering Mm -hmm. some of these tools. So I think it's going to be a nice, a nice compliment. Um, What else we've got? uh, Well, I think before we sign off, I need to say, so listen, I'm sharing a whole bunch of tech tools with you and they're going to save you a ton of time. So how about you take 60 seconds of the time that we're saving you with awesome tech tools, suggestions, tips, and strategies, and you go and subscribe to the Smarter Sales Show on YouTube, on iTunes, Spotify, Sales Experts channel, the platform of your choice, go and subscribe. And we would really, really appreciate your five-star high five review because um, each tip and, uh, you know, each tip and strategy and tool and technique that you learn is easily worth a star. And we want to make sure that we help get the word out about the Smarter Sales Show with your colleagues and all of your drinking buddies. <laughs> Thanks for listening and watching this episode. And we'll see you next Tuesday at noon central, uh, Eastern. <laughs> noon Central time. <laughs> noon Central whatever. There you go. <laughs> this is the Smarter yeah. Sales Show. I'm Julie Holmes. <laughs> and I'm Merrick Khan. Have a good one. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday to the Smarter Sales Show. If you want a tech and technique solution to your sales challenge, send an email to hello at thesmartersalesshow.com. And don't forget to check out the show notes. If you'd like a transcript of today's show with links to the tools we mentioned during the episode, as well as reminders when the episodes are released, please visit our website and subscribe to our email updates at thesmartersalesshow.com.